0: What's up, peeps? So good to be with you guys. This is the Ebb and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Eben Britton. Um, it's been a minute. Had to take a little hiatus between publishing my first book, The Ebb and Flow Basic Tools to Transform Your Life, and all that has ensued since the publishing of said book. I was in. Austin, Texas last week for South by Southwest, doing some book promo, a lot of live podcasts, meeting with some just incredible people. It's been a whirlwind and very exciting at the same time. I'm glad to be back on the mic. This week's episode of the Ebb and Flow podcast is... Um, I am the guest on the Soul of Jarrett podcast. Jarrett is an amazing human being, a young man who is also my my TikTok guru. Um, he is an incredible human being. Um, I've gotten to know him over the last few months as everything is, has grown and evolved and expanded. He has this tremendous show, Soul of Jarrett, ex- exploring many of the same topics as the ebb and flow. Um, In this episode, in this conversation with Jarrett, we discuss my book, The Ebb and Flow, Basic Tools to Transform Your Life, which is available now on Amazon. If you haven't already snagged a copy, you can check it out there. Um, We discuss living from the heart space, the journey, my journey out of football into well-being, into yoga, into meditation, spirituality, consciousness, the nature therein of all those things. It was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Jarrett is absolutely the man, Um, and I thought I'd share it with you guys here. Uh, This episode of The Ebb and Flow is brought to you by by Bioptimizers. You guys know Bioptimizers, if you listen to this show, If you are looking to optimize your life, there's no better place to start than with your sleep. And there's no better supplement on the market for optimizing your sleep than magnesium. Bioptimizers has created the foremost premium magnesium product, Magnesium Breakthrough. It's a combination of seven chelations of magnesium. It's comprehensive. It's efficient. It does the trick. I'm telling you what it gets you out of that sympathetic fight or flight nervous state and into the parasympathetic nervous state. Magnesium is involved in over 200 processes in your body. It's vitally important to our well-being, and Bioptimizers has really done an incredible job creating this product, Magnesium Breakthrough. Uh, You can head to magbreakthrough.com forward slash ebb and flow. Use code ebb and flow 10 to get 10% off your next order. Highly recommend it. All of that will be in the show notes. Like I said, my book, the ebb and flow basic tools to transform your life now available on Amazon. There will be a link in the show notes as well for that. If you're looking for merch, we've got these dope psychedelic ebb and flow power tribe t shirts available at higherpowerworkshop.com. Um, and check out Jared's podcast, it's all good stuff. Uh, so a little bit of housekeeping things are moving and shaking and growing. Um, I have decided that the ebb and flow podcast will live primarily on Patreon. So those of you who are already part of the Patreon power tribe, you guys for five bucks a month will have full access to all the ebb and flow episodes, including the new ones. Um, I'm moving in that direction. Things are getting really busy. I've got a lot of opportunities, it's all great things, and that feels like the best way to streamline everything I'm doing, especially from the content standpoint, looking to grow and expand everything I'm doing on Patreon. So, middle of April, to be exact, April 14th will be the dawn of this new era, the ebb and flow podcast on Patreon. Um, there will be a shortened version available for free on all platforms of the ebb and flow. Um, but if you'd like to listen to the entire episodes, they will be only available on Patreon for five bucks a month. And, uh, I greatly appreciate you guys, man. Um, you are what this is all about. My mission every day is to wake up and help others live in their highest greatness. I believe there's nothing more important than that right here, right now in this day and age. So, lots of love to you guys. Enjoy this episode. It's a good one. And I'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace. You have unlocked the
1: eternal link to internal source, the key of imagination, your admission, access to the enlightened dimension, a gateway at the junction of darkness and light, the place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux, only
0: to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may
1: come, testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. All right, we're rolling. Welcome back to the Soul of Jarrett podcast, everyone. You got a special guest, Evan Britton, is in the building. I'm in his <laughs> building. How you doing, man? I'm excellent, dude. It's
0: great to be here with you.
1: Yeah yeah the book release party yes sir um so evan just came out with his came out yesterday right that's right uh
0: what day is it it's friday official release day was on wednesday that's right uh today we're doing the book launch party Mm -hmm. with friends and family and uh it's a lot of fun man super exciting this is like a lifetime in the making. The book. Yeah, the yeah. book. And uh, it's just, I feel really proud and grateful to be able to share this with people. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, a lifetime in the making. Yep. How, do, how does that work? It's just a, a culmination of all of your life experiences? So,
0: The Ebb and Flow, Basic Tools to Transform Your Life. Uh, I guess we can begin with the name The Ebb and Flow. For as long as I can remember, every team I've ever been on, somewhere between Ebb and Flow and Pearl Jam's Even Flow, there was always me. Yeah. And uh, for as long as I can remember, teammates have always said, called me the Ebb and Flow. Ebb and Flow! From across the locker room. Yep. And... um, When I was coming out of the experience with Hot Boxing and everyone was saying, Me, Eb, you got to start your own podcast. That name, that title, just came floating back into my consciousness. And I was like, oh, my podcast is going to be called The Ebb and Flow. What else? Exactly. (laughs) So, The Ebb and Flow is really... It's my ethos. It's my way of living. It's Mm -hmm. my program. It's... um. Everything I believe in wrapped up into a self realization, life optimization program. Mm. And so this book tells the story of my life from childhood through the NFL, how I emerged physically, mentally, and emotionally destroyed, and the tools I used to put myself back together in life after sports. Mm. Um, so it's really, uh, it's, it, It is my life story. It's everything I've been through. Not everything, but some of the defining moments. Mm. You know, I wanted to make something that was super accessible. Mm -hmm. I wanted to... I don't really... I think that we've got plenty of... Master level people in the biohacking world, Mm. in the wellness world. You've got the Ben Greenfields and the Dave Aspreys and the Joe Rogans and, um, all of the numerous, you know, Andrew Huberman, Mm. you know, the neuroscience wizard and, um, you've got all these incredible people putting out very high level information. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, Mm people who i've really learned a lot from and i wanted to distill it down Mm -hmm. for the layman Mm -hmm. for people who are just looking to feel better and looking to be more clear and looking to tune deeper into who they are and what their truth is and that's really what this book is all
1: about that's amazing i can't wait to read it yeah i'm stoked for you to read it. you have another book out right yeah. <clears throat> so what w- what's the different what was uh that i haven't read it i'm not a big reader <laughs> that's okay yeah man it's all good um the first book
0: i put out with my brother it's called the life worth dying for mm. and that was spawned by the psychological climate that made itself known through covid mm-hmm. and what i was seeing in the places where I was and where I lived in Los Angeles and this very heavy vibration of fear that seemed Mm. to permeate all of life and everywhere Mm. we'd go and every store you go into, every person you cross while walking down the street uh, cross paths with. And so I wanted to, that book really came out of a, it was a, a dialogue that my brother and I had just talking about getting out of this fear state mm-hmm. and how fear is such a destructive mechanism for the human animal, mm-hmm. especially in modernized civilization, because mm-hmm. there really isn't much that we have to fear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. We're not out in the jungle anymore. We're not out on the savannah and have to protect <clears throat> ourselves from predators, mm-hmm. yet our mind is still heavily tuned to the fear vibration. Mm -hmm. The reptilian mind. We have this thing in our brain. It's called the amygdala. It's the reptilian brain. It's our fight or flight response. It's the the sympathetic nervous system, Mm -hmm. part of our central nervous system. And so... Things that we do throughout our days without even realizing it, mouth breathing, mm-hmm. looking at our phones constantly, constantly tuned into screens, uh, the low hum of anxiety of all the emails and the meetings and mm-hmm. the phone calls and the relationships, all the things that we have, the processed foods, you know, all of the, the chemicals we're ingesting through our environment and our food and our water. We're living in this constant state of fear, this yeah. low hum of fear. And that book, and this book in particular, is really about establishing a lifestyle that gets you out of that fear state. Mm-hmm. It gets you into the Godhead, <laughs> out of the reptilian brain and into the Godhead, into your prefrontal cortex, into your executive decision making, into your highest self through breath work exercises meditation movement nutrition plant medicine prayer affirmation reprogramming the mind Mm. Um, but so a life worth dying for was really a conversation about if you're living a life in fear are you living a life Mm. that's even worth living Mm. and what does it mean to live a life worth dying for Mm. i want to live a life that i'm so excited and proud and passionate about that i would literally give my life Mm -hmm. in defense of it Mm -hmm. and we don't live like that anymore no you know ancient cultures they would be willing to die my mom from the time i was uh, playing football freshman year of high school before every game my mom would say to me it's a good day to die and it just it <laughs> lit me up. Wow! You know that
1: is powerful.
0: And that's an ancient um, <clears throat> Abenaki war cry. Mm. Is it's a is it's a good day to die? Mm. Because we're living so in the moment, we're mm. living so passionately and so full of life that mm. we're willing to give our life mm. in defense of it and in defense of our family and our loved ones and our community, Mm -hmm. because it means so much to us. Right. So that was what that book was really about. Now this book, the ebb and flow is really coagulating and an amalgamation of all the tools that are truly ancient techniques. This is nothing new. I'm not reinventing the wheel. I'm simply, I even say it here. Um, Ancient techniques distilled down to the nuts and bolts to help you optimize your life and live in your highest greatness. Boom. You know, these are ancient techniques that people throughout human history have utilized to access the highest aspect of themselves. Um, so that's what, that's really Amazing. how I view my life. Man, yeah. It's just this mission to uplift humanity one person at a time. Yep. You know? Yeah, Just making a ripple. That's it. Yeah. The ripples go out forever. Yep. You know? Yep. Because you never know, man. <laughs> I mean, just walking down the street, when you go and get a cup of coffee, the smile you have on your face when you cross paths with someone or when you ask the person who's getting your coffee how their day's going and you give them just that little emanation of positive energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes them feel a little bit better in their heart. Mm-hmm. And then they go out into their day and into their lives and cross paths with all the people they do. And they bring that energy with them. And then those people carry it out and so on and so on. Right. And before you know it, I mean, your <laughs> smile made its way across the planet and did a little bit of good. Yeah. And this is real. And that adds it's up. It's
1: quantifiable. Yeah. You know, It matters. One of my favorite things is snapping because especially like out in the town, like you said, going to a coffee shop or something like that. We're kind of in this haze all day, especially yeah. when we're in the workplace, especially when we're, you know, I'm looking at Venice down here. You know, everybody's walking quickly. They got somewhere to be. They yeah. got someone to see yeah. and they got something going on. They don't have time for your for, for, for you or whatever. Yeah. But just snapping people out of the mundane routine that we get in, like the the lady at the coffee shop. She's taken order after order after order for eight hours, you know, just with those little uh, superficial good things. How are you? You know, but if if you can really look at someone and make them feel seen and like, hey, I see that you're a human being. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things. It lights
0: me up. We can't lose sight of that. Yeah. We can't lose. We can't take that for granted. Mm. We've we've done enough to disrupt our natural connection to each other right this is the age we're moving into the age of love guys 100 (laughs) percent, for real we're moving into the age of love and what does that mean you know that's not some some fucking light and butterflies and buttercups and lovey-dovey you know romance movie bullshit Mm -hmm. that's Love is God. Love is the ultimate creative force of the entire universe. When you boil it all down. And I've really. It's interesting that we've gotten into this. <laughs> We've gotten into this vein here, and I'm looking at your hat. It says "Love Everyone." Yeah, and I
1: love it. We're both wearing Ramdas hats. Yeah, I love it, dude. <laughs>
0: of course we are, because we're emissaries of uh, Neem Karoli. 100. percent You know, I've been having dreams of Maharaji. It's amazing.
1: Have you? Yeah. I've had I've had some pretty um, some pretty crazy feelings, and and that kind of that's interesting. You say that. Yeah. It's a powerful being.
0: Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Absolutely, and he still and lingers. A guy that we've never met. Yeah. And his presence is felt in my in my life big time. Yeah. And I'm reading this book. I'm reading Being Ram Dass right uh-huh. now. Amazing book. Yeah. And it um, talks a lot about Maharaji. Mm. And I've really been on this trip that has been so revolutionary for me. You know, we spend so much time thinking love is this external thing that we're going to get from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Young love, immature love is this thing that we're going to find love. We're going to find love in another person, in that perfect <laughs> other being who's going to make us whole mm-hmm. and fill our heart with the thing that we're missing. Never let us down. Complete <laughs> us. You. We've all seen Jerry Maguire, you complete me. You've yeah. heard the line, man. Yep. You know? And this is such a small, such a reduced version of the truth of love. Mm. Love is something that is so profound. God is love. And for me, this process has started truly, I mean, God knows how can we put the how can we put a finger or a point on where this process has started? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if, if I have to put it on one tangible thing that I've come into, it would be David Hawkins book, letting go the pathway of surrender. Mm. And in that book, that book is all about coming to terms with the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts, the sensations that arise in this thing and not turning away from it the Mm -hmm. way we do and today we have a thousand ways a million infinite ways to turn away from anything that's happening inside of us we've got our phone we've got instagram we've got work we've got phone calls food jacking (laughs) off food drink alcohol drugs weed all the stuff the pills whatever it is we've got infinite ways Mm -hmm. to turn away from what's happening inside. But when you take the miraculous step of starting to take full accountability for yourself and your life and coming to terms with who you are and having compassion for that being, and you start to surrender to the feelings and the emotions that happen inside of you, happiness, sadness, grief, anger, despair, dread, all of these things that arise in us. And you allow yourself to just be with it. Mm. Just to experience it. And you begin the process of feeling your feelings. Mm -hmm. This whole paradigm shift begins. And that's really where it began with me. Because I started this process of feeling my feelings. And allowing whatever was happening inside of me to just happen. Mm -hmm. And coinciding with. This realization that love was not something outside of myself, but love was something inside. Yeah. And what about loving
1: yourself, Mm -hmm. man? Loving everything that happens inside of here. Mm -hmm. Game changer. Love is. It's about removing the bullshit, stopping it from being. Yeah. Right? I mean, we are love. Exactly. You are love. Exactly. It's just about recognizing all of the stuff, stopping that from expressing itself in its purest form. Yes. You know, a big, Oh, kicking the table here. A big, (laughs) a big part of like, you're talking about being with the feeling and instead of pushing it away, a big realization for me was I kind of had to go through this process of realizing, okay, I am not my mind. I'm not my feelings. I'm not my body, right? My consciousness is an infinite, fractal of the universe right so but that even led to pain when i had right. the separateness between yeah. my body my being and my consciousness so what it, what i had to do was kind of start this process of coming back into my into my body bringing my consciousness back i felt very aloof mm. for a long time uh-huh. when i first kind of went down um this path yeah. and i really Like, just gave up on all of my uh, worldly responsibilities. I was just so aloof in the fact that, oh, I am infinite. But the truth of the matter is I took the body. Mm. I took the life to do things here in this earth. So when you – you don't want to check out from that. So it's been this fine line of not checking out and using the excuse that my soul is infinite and then also realizing i'm not the feelings still right but i can be with them and observe them from a neutral place absolutely and not be
0: consumed by it or not attach yourself to it right and i think that comes back to things that ramdas would say about honoring your incarnation definitely and honoring your dharma and your karma mm-hmm. in this body. Mm-hmm. You chose this life. I'm reading an incredible book by Neil Donald Walsh right now mm-hmm. called Conversations with God. Mm. Profound book. And this guy, he was in a rut, completely unhappy, miserable, in despair in his life. And he just started writing one day. Mm-hmm angrily asking god these questions and he said he was about to basically throw the pen across the room when something just held his hand at the paper and he started transcribing channeling god straight through him directly from the source and it just started answering these questions wow and when you read it you're reading it and you go I've had conversations with this, yeah. with this source mm-hmm. energy. Because it's just, it's super clean. It's the no bullshit part of you. Yeah. That's totally loving. Yep. And doesn't give a fuck either. That's it. You know? Yep. And he talks about <laughs> in there the purpose that we took these lives, we took these bodies, and the purpose was to evolve. hmm Was to transcend. Um this camera got maybe a little oh we might <laughs> yeah yeah good how long that's been like i know but honoring your incarnation is a really important part of the piece of the puzzle and because you're right you know we did take these bodies we did take this life for a very definite purpose which was to evolve mm to transcend to grow as the soul this soul there's no better place to remember than right here in this physical plane on yeah. planet earth yeah remember who you are your magnificence your your godness and that has been a big leap for me on my spiritual path because I came to this point where I recognize I'm a man of God. I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of spirit. And my whole life is about following that energy, vibration, inner guide, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call it. Higher self. Higher self. Yeah. But I found myself in this place where I was like, God, okay, God, we're. can you help me with this next week? <laughs> you know? And God doesn't work like that. Yeah. Because ultimately you are God. Mm -hmm. We are God. I am God. God in the Bible said, set no gods before me. Mm -hmm. That's literal. Yeah. Set no gods before me. Yeah. That's not talking about some, you know, old man with a beard up in the universe. That's set no gods before me. Mm Mm-hmm me say it to yourself right now set no gods before me Me. and that's that's who we are yeah and that voice that inner guide that vibration that's always calling you forth telling you where to go nudging you suggesting what the next step is that's your god's source yeah you yeah um and that was a big leap for me because I was stuck in this rut of like, okay, the sky's going to open up one day. God's going to come down and he's going to make my life
1: happen. Yeah. Were you a Christian? No. Okay. So did you ever have any like religious beliefs before you, uh, no, I was always, you know, my mother's a yogi.
0: My father is, uh, is, a unacknowledged shaman medicine yeah. man himself. And... I was chatting with him just now. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> There was never an a religious ideology in our households. We mm. went to church a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Our family background is episcopalian mm. Christian. Um but it wasn't something that our family life was centered around. But there was always this understanding of spirit, of higher power, yeah. of a guiding force. To life, Mm -hmm. and I always felt that intuitively. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look back from the time I was a little kid, and I always had this sense that there was this energy that moved through me and through my life, Mm -hmm. and was guiding me all the way. Yeah,
1: you know. Um, When you were playing football, um, yeah, still good. When you were playing football in the NFL, did you do you ever feel like you lost or became more separated from that? inner guide because you know i've heard you talk a lot about the anti-inflammatories the different you know me- the adderall and all that stuff and i'm a very sensitive guy i can't even take an ibuprofen oh. and looking at you now i can't picture you you know taking medications like this yeah uh, i took it all brother yeah <laughs> I, do you do you feel like that kind of quieted that inner voice or maybe maybe distracted you or moved you away from it it tried to uh-huh. i tried to yeah
0: But there's no suppressing God, man. Yeah. You know? We can try all day. Yeah. There's no suppressing the higher self. There's Mm -hmm. no suppressing your innate God nature, your destiny path. Mm -hmm. There's no suppressing escaping that. Yeah. People will kill themselves, literally take themselves to the grave, trying to suppress it. True. And... (laughs) um. I wasn't, I was just on the warrior path. I believed my life was, I believed the glory. I believe the glory of my life was found in warriorhood, Mhm. in the battle. Yeah. On the football field. Um, so in that belief, I was willing to do whatever it took. Yeah to stay on the battlefield, mm-hmm. take the pills, tape it up, fight through immense amounts of pain and suffering. And mm-hmm. when my body was We're right here on Abbott Kinney, y'all, it's yeah. popping off. <laughs> Venice on Friday yeah, night. It's popping <laughs> off. It's fun, though. Yeah. Um, but... Man, I I wanted to say something. It was right there. Yeah, and that guy came bumping by. Um,
1: (laughs) So, wait a minute. You wanted to stay on the battlefield. I wanted to
0: stay on the battlefield. I was willing to do whatever it took to stay on the battlefield. Um, And your body is giving you these undeniable signs of, Please stop. We Mm. need rest. We need time to recover and recuperate. Mm. And you're constantly denying that message. Mm -hmm. Popping the pills, taping it up, strapping on the stuff, the helmet, the, the harnesses, the knee braces, getting back on the field over and over again. And you do that for 10 plus years. For me, it was 15 years basically from... The time I was 13 years old until I was 28 mm. through high school, college, the NFL. Constantly doing that year in, year out in this crazy cycle of denying, of denial, mm-hmm. truly. Which is one of the the major ailments of human existence right now. Denial and judgment. Mm. Because through denial, we inhibit... Our natural connection to divine will, Mm. which is that thing Mm. going, Eb, it's time to stop. Yeah. Finally, I got that message. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Eb, it's okay if you're done now. Yeah. It was my last year in Chicago. I'd been in Chicago. It was my second year in Chicago. It was my sixth year in the NFL. I had had back injury back surgery I had an infection in the discs needed eight weeks of intravenous antibiotics I had Mm. shoulder surgery reconstructed shoulder my last year in Chicago my appendix exploded during the bi-week I failed a drug test for Ritalin and the universe I got the message it was so loving and it was like a whisper it was like it's okay okay to be done
1: And I was like okay all right you know? Yeah. And I was done. Yeah. Do you think that extra... The extra push... It was... I mean, I'm sure you don't have any regrets on your life. Right? Or... No. Not no. at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah.
0: I, I mean... I've you were always, a warrior. Yeah. I've you, always been doing yeah. the best I could. Yep. This guy has been in here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not to this extent. Mm-hmm. But this guy has always been here. And... I've always given it everything I had. Mm-hmm. I haven't always been as conscious mm-hmm. and awake as I would have liked to have been. Yes. Done a lot of damage, hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I've also had the profound gift of being able to make amends for my mistakes, yeah. finding forgiveness for myself. Mm-hmm. Asking forgiveness from others, forgiving other people. Mm -hmm. What a profound thing. That's like a fucking miracle of God, of life.
1: Makes you excited about life
0: going forward. Absolutely. And you're young. I'm still young, dude. I feel like. Not as young as me, but. (laughs) How old are you? 23. Oh, shit, bro. Yeah. Wow. And you have a baby? I had a baby at 24. My daughter's 10 years old now. Oh, that's awesome! What a trip, man! Yeah, um, and what a blessing! Yeah, like you know, I was talking to my dad. My dad drove in from Arizona. My dad lived in Brooklyn, New York, for forty years, and during COVID, he he got out and wow. moved to Tucson. I went to school at the University of Arizona in Tucson. Um, what a and, shift! Yeah, massive <laughs> shift, crazy shift. Uh, my dad's an artist, but he came out here for the party and. He said, Eb, it's like you've lived a thousand lives. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, I feel like that. Yep. I feel like I've lived a thousand lives. Yeah. um, And I love it. Yeah. I'm so... Life is such a gift, man. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> I cry like once a day at oh. least. Yeah, just because I'm... And I don't even always know what I'm crying about. Yeah. I'm just, it's tears of gratitude and yep. fucking love and what an experience. Yeah. And that's really what this book is about, man. What my whole thing, anything that I do, all I give a fuck about doing with my time on this planet is to impart upon people the magnificence of their life, of mm. their human existence. Yeah. Because through this technology, as great as it is, man, this is an incredible tool. We're recording this conversation. It's going to go out onto platforms and be distributed to millions and millions of people around the planet who mm. can listen to this thing. Yeah. Amazing amazing social media that we can all connect and have this like weird global community as dysfunctional and fucked up as it is yeah it's also really beautiful it it exists through covid (laughs) i've met my fucking soul tribe man like we would not be connected if it hadn't been for social media
1: right exactly
0: um or podcasts you know yeah and all of this stuff is great But we need to understand what it is, the pitfalls of it, Mm -hmm. how it can become a detriment to our lives, an energy suck rather than an energy giver. Right. And that's why we need, we're in this time, man, as we venture into the age of love, as we begin to to take these baby steps into this new age, this new era of human existence, which we truly are in. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, man, but I feel like I stepped through a fucking portal about 18 months ago. Yeah. Life is a new thing now. hundred percent. I feel that. <laughs> part of moving forward is we need to come back to our roots. Yeah. The things that amplify our human magnificence, mm. breathing properly, yep. meditation, prayer, affirmation, rewiring the programming of your mind, mm-hmm. knowing that. Exercise is a really important thing. Yeah. Moving your body in some form or fashion, getting out into nature, yep. out in the sunlight. Yes. Feeling your feet in the sand, the ocean, the forest, the mountains, wherever it is, yeah. get out there. The gra- Your front yard. Your front yard, yeah. even better, man. Yeah. Get in your
1: yard barefoot. Yep. Nothing better than that. Game changer. Game changer. I've been changer. on this for like a. It's changed my life. It is, the man. The grounding. I live in Ohio. It's cold. No light. There's a little patch by my by my back where the snow doesn't quite reach. And uh-huh. when the sun comes up in the morning, and uh-huh. I go stand on that little patch. It's 20 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got dude. no shirt on and I'm standing there. The cold on that exposure, little... it's bro. It's amazing. Wim Hof changed my life about two and a half Wim Hoff, years ago. He
0: He really. He's a. Um, He did a beautiful thing by bringing that practice to the West.
1: I'm going to get him on the podcast. Uh, Definitely. 100%. Definitely, bro.
0: (laughs) Understanding that the food you put into your body is so important.
1: Yes. It's everything. You are what you eat. You are
0: what you eat. Truly. And in this day and age where we have access to literally fucking any food you could possibly think of and a lot of shit that's being sold as
1: food that's not food. Food like substances.
0: In boxes (laughs) that's made of chemicals. Yep. You need to understand this stuff is not nourishing your body. You need to nourish this thing. This thing needs to be nourished. Not a judgment at all. I have a lot of compassion because I've been there. But walk around any metropolitan area in any part of the world. A lot of people are in really bad shape.
1: Yeah.
0: Physically. You can tell mentally and emotionally, energetically, mm-hmm. they look gray, mm-hmm. they look tired, they look weak. Mm-hmm. And it's really, uh, honestly, it is a, it's a manifestation of the culture we've been brought up in. Mm-hmm. We take it for granted. Yeah. We can't take it for granted anymore, man. Yeah. This is, there's nothing more special than this life. Yeah. There's nothing more special than this opportunity
1: to be a fucking human being. Yeah, you gotta take care of the body. The body should be worshipped and 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 treated like a palace, Absolutely. like a temple.
0: This is your temple. It's bro. your
1: experience.
0: Absolutely. What your is body- that
1: camera <laughs> going still? It's shut. But it's okay. We're got, we're rolling okay. on here. I don't know why I shot him must have died. it's not. That's why I have two going. Good man. <laughs> no, good. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, we're good. We're but absolutely. And
0: this is the temple, man. Yeah, this is the temple of God. Yeah, you know. Yep. That's why Jesus walked into the temple and flipped the fucking tables when the priests and were selling all the shit and yeah. making money and turning it into this prophet. Yep. He was like, "This is bullshit. It's all right here. This isn't what it is." Nope. I really, I'm a big fan of Jesus. Yeah. Whatever you know, your thoughts are on him, whether he was a mythological character or a real man. I, uh-huh. I believe there is absolutely a real person. Definitely. You know. Yeah. Um. But the whole Jesus, his gift to humanity was that he brought God within. Mm-hmm. He showed us that God was inside of us. Yes. Have you read this book, The Secret History of the World?
1: I have not read that book. You should listen no. to the
0: audio book at least. Okay.
1: Uh, is it is it it's by stuff Mark about Booth. Jesus?
0: It's a lot about – Jesus is in there throughout. Gotcha. But it's basically a look at the history of the world through the ancient mystery schools. The Mm. Freemasons, the Golden Dawn, the Rosicrucians. Mm. And these mystery schools, they date back to ancient Egypt. That's where this symbol came from, the all-seeing eye. Mm. That's a symbol of the metaphysical force that is the human being. Mm -hmm. The fire, the creation. You know, and so... What these, what what he talks about in this book is the evolution of consciousness over time. And we read Greek mythology and we think, oh, how interesting they tell these stories about speaking to gods and hearing nymphs and fairies whispering in their ear and mm-hmm. having these relationships with demigods. and And we look at that as some sort of parable or... Uh, myth yeah but for them he argues that consciousness thousands of years ago was much more fluid Mm. and we had a much more fluid connection with interdimensional beings Mm -hmm. gods fairies angels all of these beings yes and people would actually commune with them. Yes. But through the concretization of consciousness, mm. through the materialization, mm. where it became, no, this table is real. Yeah. This building is real. Nothing we can't see is real. Right. If we can't see it, it's not real. Right. So what he argues in there is through this materialization of consciousness, we've lost sense of external gods but what jesus christ did as the son of god the sun god truly Mm -hmm. he brought planted the seed of the son of god in the heart of man Mm -hmm. and said no you don't have to go anywhere else outside of you for god god is within you at all times Mm -hmm. and that's a really profound shift yeah and it's one that weirdly in the west seems to be People are very scared of God. Yeah. This idea of God. Yeah, you know. Through... I was raised Christian. Uh huh.
1: Y- you know, going to church every Sunday. Uh huh. I played the drums at church every Sunday.
0: Interesting, dude.
1: And dude, my I mean, my family believes that heaven and hell are physical destinations, uh-huh. and that Jesus is literally the Son of God. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And hey, that, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's just yeah. it's it it doesn't align with with. How, it's just been an interesting thing for me uh-huh. over the last few years. Yeah. to realize this isn't what I fe- this doesn't ring true to me. Right. And what we're talking about here, I've I've you know I've I love listening to Alan Watts talk about this and kind of break this down. Yeah, and you know just even the whole term "son of God." Uh huh. And when you talk about Jesus, he's having a spiritual awakening. And you can only describe your experience through the language that you understand, right? right? He's saying, I'm the son of God. He's saying, I'm the nature Uh of God. Like you're a son of a bitch. You know uh, you're not literally the son of a your mom's not a bitch. you are the nature of a bitch right it's it's a similar thing interesting yeah that's uh so that's something Alan Watts was talking about that really clicked for me one time and, and just lots of other things, and just the whole Jesus narrative has been so shifted and sometimes I'll even go to church- I'll go back to church. I don't go anymore, but I'll go and I'll check out a new church or something, huh, and the message will be very inspiring, yeah, but then at the end they say and the only key to your salvation is to give it up to Jesus. Right. And I that's where I kind of go, okay, right. This was an inspiring message, but the salvation lies within. Yeah. Jesus would tell you, don't don't put it on me. Don't yeah. don't say Jesus is going to save me. Say I'm going to save myself and I'm going to use Jesus as a reflection in which I can can do so. That's just the way I look at it.
0: Absolutely. Jesus said, I am the way. Yeah. He never said, guys, this is the fucking way. You got to do this. Yeah. (laughs) He said, I am the way. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means live from your heart center. Live from your God essence. Mm. You know, go where you're called. Go where you're compelled to go and live your life with compassion and love. You know? Yeah. It's not about something that you have to follow. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus is the man. He's the man. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, one more thing I wanted to talk to you about is obviously, hotboxing was a big time in your life, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Shift, total yeah. shift. You went yeah. from NFL player to now you're a, a podcaster, yeah. which is pretty epic. Yeah. And you know the last time that I really heard you kind of talk about that whole situation, the parting, because now you're doing your own thing and things are really blossoming for you. But the last time I heard you talk about it was on Mike's podcast, uh-huh. and it was all very fresh then. Uh-huh, yeah. And now having some time to reflect on it, you've got your own things blooming and coming into fruition. Yeah. Have you had any like new insights or realizations, or what are what do you what are your feelings on that whole split? Because I know it was kind of a <laughs> weird thing how how it ended. Yeah. Um, and you didn't get much closure from, from what it sounded like. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. I love Mike to death still. I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, but it was an incredible experience for me. Very healing experience for mm. me to spend that time with Mike. And mm. to see an alpha male who's been in literal hell and mountainous highs mm. just be willing to go through the process of picking himself up yeah. again and again and dusting himself off and just taking one more step, one more breath. Yeah. And Mike is really a monk in that way. Yeah. You know, he's a very he's a completely spiritually inclined being and his whole life is his art yeah and love him or hate him i love him to death um there's that clip that's that's been pretty it's i think it's gone viral like a handful of times now but it's where i'm crying and i'm telling mike he had to go through that yeah To change the world.
1: Was that the Cyborg interview? Yeah, the Cyborg episode. Because
0: Mike came into that episode and he had just done the Toad for like the fifth or sixth time. And he was really fucked up. Yeah. He was basically saying, I'm a piece of shit. My life is not worth living. I don't know how I can go on living with myself. Mm. Given what I've done. And... I had to just say to him in that moment, Mike, you had to go through all of that and come to this place so that you could share that insight with people, men in particular around the world who are in dire need of connection, of forgiving themselves for all the shit that they've done. Yeah. And it was really transformative for me, too, man, you know, because I've, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life that I have felt were unforgivable mm. and been unwilling to forgive myself for shit. And to meet Mike and spend time with him, it was just very powerful to... Spend time with another alpha male who had gone through something similar mm. on a much bigger level. Yeah. Who was still standing. Yeah. <laughs> and still breathing and still able to find love and forgive himself and make amends to other people. You know, and that's really the thing in life is we just, all it is is continuing to show up. mm continuing to show up no matter what's going down man how fucked up it is how dark it is because every moment that you're alive and breathing is a moment an opportunity to transcend it all mm. and to grow and evolve and to become that highest being that you were destined to be from mm. the moment you came out of your mother's womb mm. every moment that you're alive is a new opportunity a fresh moment to be that greatest version of yourself. Mm. And you can turn it around like that. Yeah. You know? Mm. And that's, that's really That's such a
1: powerful message. Yeah. That's like that's 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 it. That's it, man. Dude, I, I was reading some of the comments and people on one of your videos um talking about just take a breath, you know, and that was that was part of the video and I saw some people kind of taking on taking a breath doesn't do shit. Yeah. Evan Britton. <laughs> yeah. So something I was thinking about, a, lot about, a lot about on the drive down was conscious breathing. Mm. How just taking a breath might not do anything for you, but when you attach consciousness mm. behind that breath, how it can actually change you.
0: Absolutely, man. I would disagree with those people, too. Man. Yeah. Because just the physical act of breathing properly yeah. does a lot for your body.
1: Well, people comment when you use the word breathing properly. Yeah. People comment on their – I was combing through the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People comment on their (laughs) uh, stuff like, um, oh, I don't even know how to breathe properly or, oh, this is bullshit. You know, there's a proper way to breathe. Get out of here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, there is actually. Yeah. Once again, going back to that idea that you are not your mind – your mind will convince you that you're in chaos. Mm. You could be in a, a white-walled room with no one else there. And you could be convinced you're in hell. Yeah. There could be nothing happening to you. Yeah. So what then? Are you going to believe your mind and believe that you're in hell and stay in that state of hell? Mm. You can for yeah. as long as you want. That's your choice. But... Through the breath, you can actually convince your mind otherwise via the physiological mechanism of breathing in and out through your nose. Mm. And literally, you change your physiology through your breath. Yep. So scientifically, this Mm -hmm. isn't just some fucking new age spiritual woo-woo bullshit. Right. This is scientific. Mm -hmm. This is an ancient technology, the breath yes breathing properly (laughs) if you spend all day going like this "Uh, uh, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, uh," which most of those guys probably are who say oh it's bullshit yeah (laughs) it's like yeah okay well you're stuck in fight or flight bro go drink your six pack and smoke your cigs because it's not working for you you know right and hey that's cool do that too yeah but know that when you're ready Just changing the way you breathe will have unbelievable effects on your life. Boom. That's right. Because it has a physiological response. It takes you out of the sympathetic nervous system, puts you into the parasympathetic nervous system, gets you out of the reptilian brain and into the godhead, the prefrontal cortex. And that's real. Boom. Boom.
1: Dude, I could talk about the breath all night, but it's getting dark. Yeah, bro, got to get ready for this party. Yeah, man. Thanks, Jarrett. Yep, happy to be here, brother. Happy to have Thanks you here, Thanks for doing man. this. Absolutely. Um, and everyone, be sure to get the book. We'll we'll link it uh, in the bio here on YouTube, Spotify, whatever. You can go uh, check out the Ebb Flow out now on Amazon, and uh, you can follow Evan everywhere: Instagram, TikTok, right. YouTube, the Ebb and Flow. Podcast, right? That's That's everywhere. Spotify, Apple. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, man. Awesome, brother. All right, everyone, check out the Evan Flow. We'll see you guys in the next episode.